0: Hannah from Wife Without Kids is with me today, and I'm so happy to have you in my show. Finally! Hello, Hannah. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm doing very well. How about you?
0: I'm good. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have you here today because I know that I had extended an invitation a long time ago, and we actually got to do the recording with Child Free Girls before, and this was a few months back. And, yes. and I was like, I need to get her on the honest sub subro. <laughs> <laughs> How important that she comes along as well. And now you're here, so I'm really happy. And thanks for coming. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Right. So let's get uh, let's get on the subject of wife without kids. So you have this YouTube channel. I love your videos. Um, I would like to know what inspired you to start uh, the wife without kids YouTube channel
1: basically because I couldn't really find any child-free content on YouTube. I mean, there was a couple of videos here and there of people who had made videos about why they, why they were child-free, but I couldn't find an entire channel. And so I thought, well, this is something that I'm kind of looking for, so maybe I should start one. I was terrified to start it, but I was like, well, no one else is doing it, so maybe I just should bite the bullet and do it. So I
0: did. And this was how, this was like a year and a half ago, was it, or two
1: years ago? I started, I had started my YouTube channel before that, but it was other content. But I basically switched over October of 2019.
0: Yeah, so a year and a half ago. Yeah. And I do remember that you mentioned that the first, com- the first content that you did was cleaning videos. <laughs> yes, it was. And th- was this because the cleaning videos were like super popular? Like, was there like some craze about cleaning videos that I did not hear about?
1: <laughs> yes, there was this whole cleaning craze going on youtube and i i love cleaning so i just thought it was a good way to sort of start myself in youtube and also partly because i didn't actually want to show my face i didn't want to sit in front of a camera and do like a speaking bit so with the cleaning videos it was really easy because i could just show my back cleaning something and then just throw some music on and then it gave me the chance to sort of understand how to create videos and how to edit and how to upload them because that was obviously all new to me so yeah for the time it worked
0: that's interesting, and I know you made a special cleaning video talking about child-free subjects.
1: <laughs> I did. <laughs> yes, I did.
0: we asked you to. I mean, I think it was Lenora uh, from yes. Childfree Girls. She was like, "Do a cleaning video talking about child-free subjects," and so you did. And <laughs> that was very interesting. I did yeah.
1: That was December of last year. I think I did that one around Christmas time anyway. That yeah. was Hannah like
0: tidying up and cleaning her kitchen, like taking <laughs> out the trash and talking about this really important child-free topics.
1: It was yes. serious.
0: <laughs>
1: Keeping it light.
0: Keeping it light. Uh, wow. And I've also seen, I've noticed that your husband is super supportive and he's he even like appears in some of your videos. How did you get him to do that?
1: Well, I asked him to when I was first starting out and he was like, no. And so I was like, okay, that's, that's fine. I'm just getting used to this as well. So it's okay that he said no. And then over time, he was like, okay, well, like, I might be in one sometime. So then I was like, all right. So I waited a little longer. And then I asked him again, eventually. he's like, okay, well, what would we talk about? So it was a topic. The topic that I had picked was couples, like when there's two people in a relationship and one person wants kids and one person doesn't. And so I said, like, it would kind of make more sense if we could do this little skit at the beginning of one of us wanting kids and one of us not. And then that could be like our little intro and then we could talk about it together. And so he was like, okay, I'm on board. I'll do it. And so I think he's been in two or three of my videos now.
0: Yeah, I've seen him around and I think it's pretty awesome that he like participates into the whole thing because the the child-free part of, I mean, you're a wife without kids, but of course you had this conversation with your husband, which is something that we're going to get into a little bit later, but just the fact that you're like a child-free couple, a very conscious child-free couple, um, so it's really cool that he gets to participate also in your videos.
1: Yes, I, I like when he when he says he wants to join. It makes the video a little bit gives it a bit of a different dynamic because I feel like you don't hear from the guy usually as much. It's usually you know the girls thing. I think it's a bit of a nice element to have him pop in every once in a while and give his opinions. Absolutely, I was
0: going to say the same thing. I mean, we most of child free content creators out there, the I mean, the most the ones that are you know better known, I would say, are are women or female. Mm-hmm. Um, men they don't really talk a lot about it and I don't understand if it's maybe because they think oh that's a woman's issue or you know I don't have a uterus therefore that therefore my opinion doesn't really count I have no idea what's going on like or is it that just because they, I mean for them it might be also that for them it's just this like eh, you know I don't want kids eh, it's not big deal so what do you think about
1: that yeah I think well for my husband anyway from what he's told me it's more of it's just not a big deal like he just made the cho- like, you know we made the choice that we just weren't going to have children and then you know people don't really ask him much about it it's just you know it's no different than another choice that you would make in life it's not like such a big deal and I think maybe that's more of like the male perspective whereas I think females tend to obviously get a lot more questions about it or maybe you know assumptions made about them if they don't have kids but yeah for him he's just like well it's not really a big deal so yeah and this is
0: something, you know, that I've I've always wondered and I love talking to child free men because of that, because it's like um, their experience is just completely different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and th- there was something that I read a long time ago and it was like somebody was telling their therapist that whenever they told somebody that they were child free, and this, this is a woman talking, so she was telling her therapist that whenever she She told somebody that she was child free she also felt the need to explain herself like I'm child free because blah 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 right and, and so these are my mm-hmm. reasons or whatnot and And the therapists say, "Well, it's funny because if you ask a guy, all right do you have two, do you want kids? nope, and that's it mm-hmm. like that's the whole extent of it, yep yeah. <laughs> totally,
1: <laughs> totally relatable.
0: There's some lessons to learn from child-free men. I yes. want more child-free men to talk. Well, Is your husband willing to do like a full video by himself?
1: I fun. will ask him. I think he would have to have some sort of idea or strategy or content or like questions he's going to answer. Uh, that would be really interesting though, to have him just do it on his own, but he might. I, I don't I don't know if he's 100% there, but you know, if he had a bit of coaching, he he might do it.
0: It would be really cool to get him with like a couple more child-free guys and, and just tell them, you know, talk about being child-free and just the guys yes. and maybe guide them with some questions. We should definitely do something like
1: that. Yeah. Oh, I'm writing that down for a video idea. And I just got to find a couple more child-free guys. They're hard to come by.
0: <laughs> I know a few. I can, I can, I can, Perfect. I can help you with that. Yeah. Thankfully, um, there's, there's a few who are very active on social media, at least on my, on my uh, account. So. And also, you know, there's a one guy that's very vocal about being child-free on Clubhouse. We can ask him as well. He's very cool. So, yeah, we can talk about this later. Let's get back okay. into the subject of Wife Without Kids. And I want, I want to know a little bit more about um, how is it that you produce your videos? Are you like doing, is it like once a week or twice per month? How, how, how do you organize yourself to be able to get content out and content that is relevant and also very interesting?
1: I usually, I've tried to give myself the goal of doing it once a week. Every so often, weeks just get really busy and I do skip a week, but usually I try to do it for a month or one, one a week. And I try to just, at the beginning, honestly, it was just me brainstorming things like, okay, well, what if people ask me about being child free or what are questions I get all the time or, um, you know, what do people sort of criticize me about because I've chosen the child free life? And that's originally how I started making my content, is just trying to come up with some of these ideas. Um, and then over time, I've had, My audience, usually the people that are watching, they'll ask me questions or they'll say, oh, can you make a video about this or can you make a video about that? and So then that kind of makes the pool of ideas a little bit bigger because it can be a challenge sometimes to come up with ideas. You don't want to create the same video over and over again. Right. Um, So that that has been at times a bit of a challenge. But I think as people are giving more feedback and people are requesting certain types of videos or certain um, aspects of child free life. I try and include those suggestions when I create my video topics.
0: I want to know if you've ever received, uh, that you can remember right now, any topic that you are like, no, that's something that I will definitely not talk
1: about. There is a topic that tends to come up quite a bit. And it's not that I'm necessarily opposed to talking about it, but it's about contraception, And I, I'm in no way, like, I, I'm not I'm sorry, qualified about to give people, contraceptives. Okay. Contraceptives. Yeah. Uh, What what type of contraceptives I would recommend to people. So like, I'm not a healthcare professional that is in any way qualified or licensed to give out that kind of information. And so that's one thing that kind of helped me back from doing it. And another one is I just feel like there's so much information already, like on the internet to see like, okay, what's the most effective versus like, you know, what might not be as effective. So I feel like, I don't know. I just don't ever want to feel responsible that I'm giving someone like, oh, you should use this type of contraceptive and then it doesn't work or something. And they come back at me. Like, I don't know. I've just been very hesitant (laughs) to do that because I feel like when I wanted to, you know, figure out what am I going to use? I went to my doctor and I did some of my own research and that's how I came to the conclusion, right. Of what I was going to to try, but yeah, I keep getting this question and I, so I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. It's, it's on the back burner. I am not Convinced I'm ever going to tackle it, but you know it's not that I think it's a bad topic. It's just that I feel I, I don't want someone to take my experience and then make it their own. And if it doesn't work for them, to have any sort of responsibility for that, I guess right. I, I feel like that's like a medical, see your medical doctor. I feel like that's where that topic kind of belongs personally. Well,
0: you know, choosing a contraceptive is such a personal thing. Oh, totally. Everyone has like a different body, and I think I was. Yeah. I think we actually, uh, we did do something. It wasn't, ex- I don't think it was specifically about contraception, but Lenora has mentioned several occasions on Child for Girls that she's, she has like uh, the D-I-D-U-I, is it? D-I-U-D. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're driving under the influence now uh an iud <laughs> yeah. a, a hormonal <laughs> i was actually i was doing the translation on, on my head i'm sorry spanish the 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 this, like completely different like the letters are all jumbled yeah right so, of course <laughs> <laughs> so she has a, a hormonal iud mm-hmm. she loves it uh for many reasons uh that are specific to her body and her own relationship with her uterus and, you know, she speaks freely about it, but I'm not going to go into details. Um, And I remember thinking, or I did actually say this to her, I said, I cannot, like my body cannot handle any type of hormonal contraception. So it's like, like you said, it's better to go and get checked by a doctor, uh, no BGYN, somebody who knows about this, who can like say, okay, let's try this. And if it doesn't work, then we can try this. And yes, there is a lot of information on the internet. The thing is mm, that there's a lot of, like, as, as it is with everything else on the internet, there's a lot of information that is helpful. And there's a lot of information that is just crap. Exactly. Um, yes. So you need to, like, try to find uh, reliable sources. And mm-hmm. yeah, maybe that's something, you know, pointing people towards reliable sources is something that you know, you could do for, yeah, for sure. But it is, it's,
1: it's, a, I feel like it's very, very personal and what works for one person may be disaster for somebody else. Oh totally. And yeah, it was just, I feel like it's kind of opening a can of worms. So totally. <laughs> I usually, when I get that comment, um, I mean, the most that I ever did was I found, you know, sort of how they, um, well, great, okay, what's the most effective? This is the percentage of the effectiveness of this versus this versus this, you know? So I did send the, individ- the individual the or several of them that were asking me that. I just said, okay, this is just sort of a general guideline. I said, but go see your medical doctor. And that's usually what I say. Go see a medical practitioner that specializes in this. This is just a general overview. And that's as far as I've gone with that.
0: Yeah, no, and I completely agree with you. Um, you know, like I said, for example, hormonal... For me, hormonal uh, contraception was always really bad. And I remember having mm-hmm. the ring at some point. And mm-hmm. I, I've had it, I had had it for like a week and I started having suicidal thoughts. And oh I my was goodness. like, this is not normal. Right. And then I went to see the box and one of the, the, you know, the advert, uh, how do you call it, when they put, you know, this the side effects, the possible side effects yes. of the drug was, suicidal thoughts and I was like that's fucked up wow (laughs) oh my goodness so bad I took it off and five days later I was my old self I was happy and I was like that's not ever going in my body ever again so I'm not saying it's bad for some women it works and it's the, the you know it's the right type of contraception but like you said You have to be informed. You have to try several Mm -hmm. things. Everyone has a different body. And there are just so many methods out there. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. The one thing that I would say, though, and this is something that I I tell people that I talk to um, all the time is just, you know, be responsible for your own contraception. Don't think that the other person, I mean, especially if you're child free, right? Oh, for sure. Rely on somebody else being responsible. No, no.
1: No, that's, that's all you, you, you make the responsible choice, right? (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And what is one of the topics that you found really fun to talk about on your videos?
1: Assumptions about, that people make about child-free people.
0: Oh yeah. Because there,
1: there's so many, you could just make dozens of videos about them. I mean, you get like your core, you know, assumptions that, everyone seems to make but everyone sort of has a story or a different spin on it and so those kind of videos I actually found were kind of fun to make
0: what's your favorite one the favorite assumption that people make about child-free people
1: oh I think probably just the one that I've gotten the most is uh that you'll be unhappy if you don't have children and that you'll change your mind because I feel like those are you know yes there are people that always change but there are definitely people that don't and just to assume that one choice like being a parent is the perfect fit for everybody. Just It always just kind of blows my mind that people still think that, right? Because nobody lives their life by making the same decision that everybody else makes. It's part of being an individual. You get to figure out what fits for you and make that choice, right? And we, we, we allow that in almost every other area of life, except when it comes to being a parent. And that always sort of just boggles my mind that people still believe you, you can't be happy. You'll definitely change your mind at some point, right? Whether that's in your 20s or your 30s or your 40s.
0: Completely agree with you. You're listening to The Honest Uproar, a podcast where modern, child-free women share their life stories and where we discuss important topics for the kid-free community. So, Hannah, I want to know more about your personal story regarding... How you decided that you wanted to embrace a child-free lifestyle?
1: I think the first time I remember thinking about not wanting kids, I was probably in my early teens, and I remember actually voicing that to somebody. It was um, a lady that came to our house one time, and she had made some sort of comment about, you know, when we grow up and have kids or something. And she was talking to my sis- my sisters and I, and I said, "Oh, actually, I don't." I- I don't want to be a mom. I don't want to have kids. And she just looked at me and she laughs and she just pats my arm and she's like, oh, you'll change your mind. And, you know, but I was just like, okay, well, I guess she's allowed to say whatever she wants to say. But I remember that's like sort of the first time in my mind that I really was like, I don't think I want to be a mom. And from there, there were just different times in my life where that thought kind of came back. It's not something that I spent you know, a lot of time thinking about. It's just occasionally when the conversation came up or I would experience different things in my life that I would be like, I don't think I want to be a mom. Like this doesn't appeal to me at all. And over time, I think that just became stronger. And I guess here I am still feeling exactly that, that way because I don't have kids. I have no intention of having kids.
0: It's, it's funny how it's different for everyone, right? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, and I I love, you know, because being a teenager, like nobody takes you seriously.
1: (laughs) No, not at all.
0: (laughs) You can say whatever. People are like, oh my God, she's a teenager. And, and, but.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you stuck to that feeling, you know, that it wasn't, I don't think it was maybe a decision or you hadn't actually like made up your mind completely it was just like maybe a thought at the time
1: yeah I would say it was it was a thought I would agree with yeah it was just a thought like you know someone brought up being a parent and I you know I was just like nah that doesn't appeal to me that's just sort of how it I think came about originally and you're right like when you know I, I wasn't in that place where I was like, okay, now I've made this like solid decision and I'm 14 years old and I know I'm never going to be a parent. Because when and an, when an adult tells you like, oh, you're gonna change your mind about this, they have far more experience in life than I did. So I thought, okay, well maybe I will. And the more the people more that the more that adults say that to me or said that to me, it made me think like, okay, well like maybe in the future I will. But you you wait for all those like classic things to happen in your life. Okay, well when you finish high school or when you finish university or when you meet the person you want to be with for the rest of your life or when you hit your 30s or when you hit you know all these milestones in life when suddenly i was going to get this like desire to become a parent it just never happened and i was always skeptical that it would happen because i just felt like like how can i not want kids and then one day just wake up and be like oh now i want babies that just never made sense in my mind and so yeah i just i sort of i think there wasn't like a concrete day that i was like i'm definitely never going to be a parent it was just i think over time my idea of not wanting to be a parent just became more solidified. Yeah. That's probably how I would explain it. Yeah.
0: Totally understand. But, you know, it's funny um, because I think about, you know, being a teenager and, and like you said, you always kind of like listen to adults because they have the experience.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, And there's this saying in Spanish. I'm sure there's a saying, a similar saying in English. And it's something, it translates roughly to something like, the devil knows more because he's old and not because he's the devil. Hmm. And we're always told to listen to our elders. We're always told to listen to our parents, to our grandparents, to our uncles, aunts, you know, the adult. They they know, right? They're the voice of reason. And then when you grow up, you realize that not all adults are the voice of reason. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) You shouldn't be paying attention to all the adults because some of them don't really know what the fuck they're talking about. (laughs) Um, and, and so I think that maybe, uh, instead of, I mean, of course, maybe the person who said to you, oh, you're going to change your mind. They, maybe they said it with the best intentions, uh, meaning, you know, from their own experience, having children for them was very fulfilling and then they wanted you to experience. I'm I'm not sure. I'm just throwing that out there, but, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, I think that maybe the best approach to talk to teenagers and, And this is something that I try to do with the younger, um, the younger audience that I find in my in my social media is to kind of like listen to them and never, ever tell them that they're wrong or they're going to change their minds, basically.
1: And I think that's really an important an important way to approach because it almost makes people like when you say that to somebody, it almost invalidates how they feel in that moment. So like in that moment, they may not want kids. And you know what, maybe in 10 years they will change their mind, but in that moment, they're saying, I don't want to be a parent and I don't want kids. And to be like, Oh, well, you're going to change your mind or to downplay their decision in that moment. I think it sort of devalues how they're feeling in that moment. And, you know, I, I didn't have those words in my mind when I you know, was that 14 year old and again, yes, I do think that lady probably meant it from a good place in her heart. And she had quite a few kids. So she probably was like, loved being a mom, right? And she was just like, couldn't imagine her life not being that way. But I think that, you know, time does time does change people. And I think wh- when it's been a tradition for women just to have kids and that's basically the role of a mom and not to say that that's a bad thing that does suit certain people and in certain times but I do think that you know the world does change and society does change and the narrative in society does change where being child free is concerned I think it's been very very slow but we're we're working on letting people understand that this is a choice right and I think that's really what it does end up coming down to letting people know Hey, you know, if you want to be a mom, that's amazing. Go ahead. And if you don't, that's okay too. And here we are to support you in your choice.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, it's, um, you know, that now that we're talking about people telling that we're going to regret it or we're going to change our mind, like I can I can understand how people can think, oh, you know, you're just a teenager. You have no idea what you're talking about. You're stupid. Uh, But, you know, when you're in your 30s and you still get told that you're going to change your mind or you're going to regret it. (laughs) This is a whole different thing It's like you, you just <laughs> talked about invalidating feelings and thoughts and it's like hold on so so i'm not mature enough to know what i want for my life but i would be mature enough to be a mother that makes right. sense
1: exactly zero <laughs> zero sense <laughs> Like I'm I'm adult enough to, you know, pay my rent or pay my mortgage and have a full time job and get myself to and from work and be like an upstanding citizen. But in this area of my life, I just I I don't have it together at all. I can't make a decision. Right. Which is it, it's almost kind of humorous, to be honest.
0: Oh, it is. It's absolutely humorous <laughs> uh, because you can it's very easy to challenge as well. You know, um, mm-hmm. and I think I think we need to challenge people more. And I'm not saying that in the in the sense of like standing up and saying like, you're wrong, shut up, you know, like challenging them from a place of um, anger. It's more like really returning the, the trying to find logic in what they're saying, but by asking them questions and people will realize that whatever they're saying makes absolutely
1: no sense. Yes. Yeah. But I think it's, it's, those types of questions have been asked for such a long time and they've just almost been acceptable to ask people who Mm. choose to be child free. Right. And so it's sort of to change that narrative, like you're saying, when you start asking questions back and not to be antagonistic or to start a fight, but just to say, Hey, you know, let's just have a bit of a conversation about this because When you really start digging into it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. But I think the default is just like, well, this is just how things have always been done. And I think Mm -hmm. when you try to change that narrative, you're working towards people understanding that there is a different choice that is just as viable. It it takes time, right? Like I think we we both get that. We probably both had comments on our social medias of people that are just like, nope, this is the way it is, and you're wrong. And
0: yeah, you know. Yeah, but what it amazes me sometimes is the type of people who are making those comments, because I would find that "quote unquote" normal coming from somebody who maybe is not very educated or somebody who grew up extremely religious in 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 uh, or in a community that kind of like puts forth. Um, you know, value of nuclear family, and it's something that is kind of like embedded in their beliefs. Like, I would understand that coming from a person like that, but very recently, one of my uh, followers sent me a conversation, Well, wasn't really a conversation, it was a post made by someone, and then they had, she had an interaction with this person because the post said something like, find a man and be a mother or something stupid like that. Um, (laughs) and they had an interaction and she was telling them, what what if you don't want to be a mother? What if you want to be toffee, right? But this this is the kicker. The kicker is that the person who did the original post is a medical doctor. So it's a highly educated person and she's a woman as well. Highly educated woman uh, telling my uh, follower that women were born to breed, basically.
1: That's so. bizarre. That's it's weird. Yeah. You, oh, that's very strange because you'd almost think they'd be a bit more open-minded. Yeah. You know, just given their career choice and their level of education and they've probably seen a lot. Yep. So yeah, that that's definitely a little different for sure. <laughs> exactly.
0: So it's like, I think there's, because of interactions like that, Because you would think, you know, you're being educated. Maybe you have your mind's a little bit more open and you're able to Mm -hmm. see that there's so many different ways to live life and there's not the one correct way. Like, we choose Mm -hmm. how we want to live our lives. And being a parent is a big decision. And not being a parent is a big decision. Like, both things are a big decision. Um, And you would think, you know, coming from somebody who is educated, they would understand. But apparently the belief... Is just so embedded in people that it doesn't matter how much they've lived, how much they've been educated, how much they've read, that if they still believe in their heart because that's the way they were brought up, or it's part of their just it's just part of their beliefs or, or values, you know, the nuclear family, um, and women or people who have a uterus having to reproduce, there's nothing. There's absolutely very little that can change their mind, I think. Yeah. So yeah. maybe sometimes it's not about talking to people and and like trying to trying to like make them see more or less the other side of the coin to put it in a way. But maybe it's just, you know what, telling them, you know what, you have your beliefs, that's fine. but Just tolerate mine. And that's it. Like that's the end of the conversation.
1: Yeah. Kind of just an agree to disagree type of deal. Right. Yeah, exactly.
0: Because there's nothing more annoying than being bingoed by the same person over and over again
1: (laughs) there's probably a story behind that hey
0: (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) yes there is I mean we all have that relative or friend or you know parent or brother or sister we all have one of them in our lives I think Well, I'm not sure if all of us but we there's always the one person that is always um, telling you things like oh when are you gonna like have a baby and how many times have I told you I'm child
1: yes, exactly. <laughs> I need to repeat
0: myself how many times?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, it the good thing is though as we're as we're getting older at some point the questions are going to have to stop right like I mean at some point, people are going to have to be like, okay, well, maybe now she's at the age where she really actually doesn't want to be a parent.
0: Yeah, you would think, you would think. But um, I was actually scrolling through social media the other day and I saw a post for, um, it was a 47-year-old woman. She met the love of her life at age 44 and they got married and decided they wanted to have children. And she went through IVF, donor eggs, you name it i have no idea Mm -hmm. how long it was she doesn't go into details she's 47 years old and now today she's 24 weeks pregnant with triplets
1: Oh, oh my goodness i know i mean amazing for her because she wants to be a mom but i oh my goodness i can't even imagine i
0: know i know so um so like when as medical technology advances um yes it is a risk To for a woman to well for somebody with a uterus to get pregnant after a certain age, um, they actually call them uh, what's the word Um, something pregnancy like old pregnancy or decrepit pregnancy (laughs) or (laughs) the word there's a word Uh, elderly pregnancy no it's something like that I don't remember right now what the term is but after I think it's after 35 um but there's still women in their late 40s and early 50s getting pregnant because you know magic of science
1: yeah and, I mean uh, I just go ahead sorry oh sorry I was just gonna say I mean you know that's amazing that that's available for people who want that but just for myself like I can't even imagine being 47 and being pregnant with triplets no Where does the energy come from? Like, I feel like I'm kind of winding down. Like, Mm. you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I have a lot of years left in me, but I feel like the energy, like, I spend an afternoon with my nieces and nephews, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, I'm wiped out. Like, I'm done. Yep. That's a big no (laughs) for
0: me. Oh, man. Absolutely big no. (laughs) Big nope. Like that and a big spider. Nope. Both things. Like, no. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) When I read that, I was like, Well, I mean, I know that this is a choice for her because she went through all the, yeah, the process and I'm happy for her. But at the same time, I was like, I wouldn't, like I couldn't, I don't know. I have no idea how she's going to do it. And also um, somebody whose child was telling me and she's like in her late 40s or early 50s. She was saying to me, well, after people stop asking you, when is it you're going to have kids and you're going to change your mind and whatnot, the next step is strangers asking you if you're a grandmother.
1: Oh, Oh. (laughs) that's something to look forward to. (laughs) How are the grandkids? Well, actually. I don't
0: even have kids. That's going to be yeah, no. <laughs> so much fun.
1: <laughs> so for, for all those females that look young for their age, that's going to be really good because that, that question won't come for a few more years yet.
0: Yeah. Fingers have you,
1: crossed.
0: Have you noticed that most child-free people in general just look a lot younger for
1: our age? I tend to think so. I can understand why though. Right? Like, yeah. You know, you there's a lot of stresses that come along with having kids and you don't have those. So I'm sure that probably helps quick yeah. process. Yeah.
0: Less wrinkles, less gray yes. hairs, a lot more time to like exercise and uh, I don't know, eat healthy, I guess. Um, and
1: I think just even take time for yourself to do the things that you enjoy, right? Like, those are kind of like self-care, you know, if you like hiking or you like relaxing or you like going to the spa or whatever, like all those things that you do to, Help take care of yourself and keep the stress low. I'm yeah. sure that helps with yeah. the health of your body, right?
0: Absolutely, but it is it is quite striking, and I love it when people are like posting things like that on Facebook groups. Like I'm say, for example, 38, and they put a picture, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, you look 25!" It's so cool.
1: <laughs> yes, it's true. It, it does make you feel pretty good. I I had a couple people actually, I mean, this wasn't making my sister very happy, but I hang out with my nieces and they're in their late teens, early twenties, and people think we're sisters. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, thank (laughs) you. Yes. (laughs) And my sister, of course, is just like, what are you talking about?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is so awesome. (laughs) Oh my God, Hannah. Well, before I let you go, I want to ask you something. What is next for Wife Without Kids? What is it in your, what's in your plans? What are you, are you going to continue doing videos or is it something else that you're going to like do? I'm just so curious because I love it.
1: Well, yes, I'm going to continue doing videos. I get to do a little video as well for um, the child free conference that's going to be happening. Um, that's I believe at the beginning of August. So I get to do a little video for that. So I'm excited about doing that. And, yeah, I've, I've got a couple of things that I'm sort of thinking about. They're not full ideas yet, but I'm going to ask my audience a few questions and I'm, you might be seeing a couple of new interesting videos that are going to be coming out. That's awesome. So
0: so to all my firecrackers, if you don't know who Wife Without Kids is, you haven't checked out her videos, I'm going to leave you the link to her YouTube on the comments of this episode, as well as Hannah's links to her social media. So Instagram and Facebook mainly, right, Hannah?
1: yes okay mostly yeah I'm on Instagram and then YouTube most of the time um yeah Facebook a little bit but not as much
0: yeah and and her videos are just so cool oh my god it was so much fun to have you on my show Hannah
1: oh thank you so much for having me it was awesome
0: and before I do let you go is there anything else you would like to add to your interview anything at all
1: I just I think really encourage people if you're on the fence about whether or not you want to have kids I mean they're both Great options, but I would say really do your research. Recognize that you have a choice, and you know, talk to people who were child free. Get get their perspective. Talk to parents if if you're not sure what that perspective would be. And then recognize that whatever choice you make, and obviously because I'm a child free advocate, but when you choose to be child free, be confident in your decision. Don't let people shame you for making that choice because you know kids just aren't for everyone, and it's okay to. Make the choice that you don't want to be a parent and then make sure you have some connections. Make sure that you've got people, you know, even if it's just online, because that could be hard in person to have child-free friends, obviously, but surround yourself with other people that are living child-free because it can be such a huge network and such a huge support system. And I think most of us really enjoy having that connection with other people that are like-minded. It's very encouraging.
0: Absolutely well thank you so much uh those are perfect parting words and uh it was so good to have you hannah thanks again for coming thank you so much for having me thank you for listening to the honest uproar a podcast where modern child-free women share their life stories and where we discuss important topics for the kid community we hope you tune in next week for our newest episode and since we love hanging out with you please be sure to follow us on social media at The Honest Uproar and visit our website at the If you like what you heard, feel free to share with your fierce child-free firecracker friends. Until next time, continue fueling your inner fire.